You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media Payhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number three of the Sports Media Mayhem podcast. My name is is Alex Streamer. It's a pleasure to be with you this week as it is each and every Wednesday here on this Wednesday, June 29th, as we head our way towards the 4th of July weekend, my favorite holiday of the year because it's great sun, it's great fun, and no gifts. I mean, I feel like I've been hemorrhaging cash here so far this summer, so it'll be nice to, uh, well, not have to spend on anybody else because that's uh, that's the American way, is it not? Uh, writing solo this week, no guest, but that's okay. Three major stories in the sports media world that I want to talk about with all of you. And the first one is really being billed as new media versus old media. I'm talking about uh, our trio of carnival barkers, Skip Skip Bayless, Stephen A., and I'm including Kendrick Perkins in this as well, feuding with NBA stars Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, and Draymond Green. But I really don't think that new media versus old media encapsulates what this what these feuds are really about. I think it's really whiny athletes who just can't take criticism from basically wrestling characters who shouldn't be taken all that seriously, especially by NBA stars who are making uh, tens of millions of dollars annually. So let's start here and let's begin with the Skip Bayless and Russell Westbrook feud. And I don't mean to get too in the weeds with the details here, but I do think it's important to talk about some of the backstory because that leads us to where we are today. Uh, So what happened here with Skip and Russell Westbrook? Well, earlier this season, uh, Russell Westbrook took a lot of offense to the Westbrook nickname that not only Skip Bayless has been calling him, but many fans have been calling him as well. You may remember last March, Russell Westbrook vowed to confront anybody taunting him about the Westbrook nickname after his wife, Nina, said their family was receiving death threats amidst Russell Westbrook's poor play. Skip Bayless, as I mentioned, has been one of the leaders of the Westbrook movement. On February 27th, Skip Bayless tweeted this, as I kept saying, when LeBron pushed the Lakers to trade for Westbrook, for Westbrook, he has led the NBA in turnovers four times and finished second in turnovers four more times. He is who he always was, camouflaged by averaging a triple-double four of the last five seasons. So, okay, right? I mean, what's so bad about that take? Yes, Skip Bayless called Russell Westbrook, West Brick, haha. But then he went on to talk about his turnover numbers. For a sports analyst, for a sports opinionist, if you will, uh, that's totally fair game. 
There's nothing more sporty than talking about an NBA player's turnover numbers, right? Well, Nina Westbrook, Russ's wife, took offense to that. She tweeted a number of things at Skip Bayless, beginning with this. You've got to stop calling people out of their name. You are very disrespectful and a bully. This is why so many young people think it's okay to exhibit this type of behavior. Social media has become such a heinous place because of people like you. My name is Westbrook. All right. And Nina fired back about a week later on March 4th. I'm tired of you, at Real Skip Bayless, calling my husband out of his name. It is extremely childish. That is my name as well. And any other people's name, you're disrespectful. And I am extremely offended by your behavior. You should apologize. Apologize, Bayless. Calling Russell Westbrook, Westbrook and talking about his shooting percentage and turnover numbers. So that's the backstory. And now here's the latest. Skip Bayless last week tweeted a shot at the Lakers' second-round pick, Michigan State's Max Christie, who shot only 32% from three last season. Bayless tweeted this out the night of the NBA draft. Perfect. He'll fit right in with LeBron and Westbrook. So Russell Westbrook responds this time Friday night saying, you watch your mouth. Don't say anything here. You wouldn't say to my face. So that tweet was sent out Friday night by Russell Westbrook. Not Westbrook. Don't come after me, Russ. Westbrook. So Skip Bayless waits until Sunday night to fire off his response. Ooh, I wonder why. Uh, Perhaps to set the stage for the week. Skip came out with a challenge tweeting, Hey, Russell Westbrook. And then he tags him, so he sees it, at RussWest44. Very nice. Happy to talk face-to-face about the nickname, I believe I originated in 2012. In all caps, join me on TV slash podcast. Let's talk about how you'll make 47 mil next year after being the worst three-point shooter in the NBA. Most overplayed player ever. Please join me. Wow. So that is a challenge from Skip Bayless, who, as I mentioned, is nothing more than a wrestling character with a sports TV show. I mean, he is a 70-year-old man who lives on the West Coast, yet sets his watch to East Coast time so he can be ahead of everything. I've read magazine profiles on Skip and Men's Fitness, other journals. He proudly talks about how he sweats through his shirts at tapings because he's just competing so hard. He paces during commercial breaks, can't even look at Shannon Sharp in the eye because they're going at it so hard while they're baiting sports. I mean, it's it's laughable, right? I mean, talk about inflated sense of self-worth. But Skip Bayless is doing what Skip Bayless does. He is ripping Russell Westbrook for his play on the court. He's calling him Westbrick because Skip Bayless is an entertainer. And in his mind, Westbrick, ooh, that's a fun little shot. And Westbrook is buying into it. He's being way too sensitive here and playing into Skip Bayless's name. As I mentioned, this is not a personal attack. It's a silly nickname based on Russell Westbrook's shooting percentage. I mean, really, has he ever heard sports talk radio in his life? I mean, I used to work daily in sports talk radio and stuff that you, I mean, this, this would be the, like the tamest thing ever said about a Boston athlete on Boston sports talk, Westbrook to Westbrook. Are you serious here? And you have all these people finger wagging skip Bayless. Oh, this is too nasty. Skip has to pull back. 
Why is this getting so personal? Russell Westbrook and his wife are the ones making this personal. Westbrook is not over the line. Again, it's a nickname based on his shooting percentage. So this is not old media versus new media. This is an athlete, again, being way too sensitive about commonplace criticism. So that's a Skip Bayless and Russell Westbrook saga. Now we move on to Skip's former running mate, Stephen A. and Kyrie Irving. Stephen A. Smith has eviscerated Kyrie all year long for his refusal to be vaccinated and thus missing most of the Nets' home games way back in October of 21. Stephen A. called it some of the stupidest nonsense he's ever seen. I agree, Stephen A. And that continued throughout the year. Then, once the Celtics swept the Nets out of the NBA playoffs in late April, Stephen A. blasted Kyrie with a number of rants, including this one. He said, quote, I would never give that man a long-term contract again in life. Ouch. Every deal for him would be a one-year deal. Every deal because you can't trust him. You can't trust him to show up to work. If he gets the money, he's the kind of dude, I don't feel like working, I'm going to get it off. And guess what? He's willing to afford the loss. If he could stock some pay, so what? It's no big deal. Kyrie is the kind of dude who will get $30 million and go like this. All right, I'll take 20 and skip this time off and leave his brothers hanging. It's who he is. It's who he has been. And the fact of the matter is, what's going on with the Nets right now is a direct result of his negligence. Ooh, oosh, Stephen A, he's pretty good at this. No wonder I gets paid $12 million a year, huh? So let's recap. What is Stephen A saying about Kyrie Irving? What has he been saying about Kyrie Irving all year long? He's criticized Kyrie Irving for A, his refusal to be vaccinated and thus missing most of Brooklyn's home games, and also his poor play against the Celtics in the NBA playoffs. So that, again, is what Stephen A is criticizing Kyrie Irving for. It seems to be very simple, very straightforward. Well, this week, Kyrie Irving did the brave thing, as he told us, and opted in to his contract with the Nets next season. So he will play for nearly $37 million. As Kyrie says, the bold, that's such a bold act. How brave of him. You know, normal people keep the world going. The bold people get acting. Amazing. I mean, we should laud Kyrie Irving. Give him the, a, a humanitarian award for playing for $37 million. So obviously anybody who's followed this even a little bit knows that Kyrie Irving exercises player option because he had no other options. The Nets reportedly gave him permission to seek a sign and trade. There were no suitors out there except the Lakers, who apparently didn't have a package that interested the Nets at all. So Kyrie Irving opted in because he had no other options. He could have opted out and then maybe signed like a $6 million mid-level exception with the Lakers. But even someone as detached from reality as Kyrie knows that voluntarily surrendering $30 million is just completely asinine. So he opted in because he had no other choices. Okay, so he did that. Stephen A is off first take this week, but he's insatiable. He posted a video on Twitter reacting to Kyrie Irving, exercising his option. Stephen A called it like it is, saying, you don't show up to work, you're stuck. Because even if someone wants you, they're still going to require that you show up to work. According to Kyrie, anyone in that position pretty much is a peon. Hmm, funny how karma works, doesn't it? Because he's a peon too, just like the rest of us. See you in Brooklyn. So the challenge once again laid down. So then Kyrie Irving 
tweets in response to Stephen A. Smith. At Stephen A. Smith, you're going to have to explain yourself to people in your generation. I am not around many 50-year-olds that speak and act like you do, so this is new for me. But I'm sure my father and my uncles can meet you on your level better than I can. We know you, Stephen. And then Stephen A. responds with a posted message on Twitter. Uh, going at Kyrie, you've got a twisted bro, big time. I don't have to explain a damn thing to anyone, especially you and your father. He does mention his uncle Rod Strickland is another matter because Stephen A. loves that brother. And he goes on, be honest about, about what you've truly been doing. Uh, name the time and place and I'll show up. I keep receipts, bro. Show up. You do, do know what that is, don't you? Uh, so Stephen A. Smith, much like Skip Bayless, his former partner, uh, like he challenged Russell Westbrook to a debate, challenging Kyrie Irving to a debate. And once again, this is a huge win for Stephen A. Smith because he's engaged in a very public feud now with Kyrie Irving, one of the biggest stars in the NBA and all of pro sports. And this is exactly why ESPN pays Stephen A. Smith $12 million per year. This is exactly why Fox Sports pays Skip Bayless $5 million per year. They pay these guys these absurd amounts of money to talk about sports on TV because of the interest and reaction that they generate. And especially in today's world of content aggregation, social media, viral posts, viral tweets, this kind of stuff is currency. It is amazing to have Russell Westbrook feuding with your top opinion person, and Kyrie Irving feuding with ESPN's top opinion person. And again, you look at Stephen A., maybe this stuff is a little more personal than the Skip Bayless, Russell Westbrook stuff, because Stephen A. is talking about Kyrie's vaccination status and talking about his effort level and his compete level, but it still is within the context of sports, right? Kyrie was unvaccinated this season and as a result was ineligible to play most of Brooklyn's home games. Kyrie Irving was terrible against the Celtics in the first round of the playoffs. Kyrie Irving quit on his team at various points, not just this year, but throughout his three years with the Nets. He's only played 103 games in three seasons with the Brooklyn Nets. So Stephen A. Smith is talking about that. Kyrie's performance over the last three years in Brooklyn, especially his performance this year, where he only appeared in, again, 20 odd games, Kyrie Irving fires back Stephen A saying that he doesn't talk like me, 50 year olds that he knows it. I mean, what does that even mean? So, again, I'm not putting this feud in an old media versus new media context. This is, again, a NBA superstar in Kyrie Irving who can't take Stephen A. Smith criticizing his basketball ability and his performance on the court. That's what this is. And they're, and he's playing into Stephen A's hand. Stephen A loves this. This stuff is great for first take. He That's why he issues rebuttal after rebuttal after rebuttal. Stephen A. Smith wants to drag this out. Every time that Kyrie Irving personally responds to Stephen A. Smith is a massive win for Stephen A. Smith. And the fact that he doesn't realize that tells you that Kyrie Irving eh, probably is not as smart as he thinks he is. So Skip Bayless, Stephen A., Westbrook, Kyrie, that stuff is pretty cut and dry to me. Overly sensitive NBA superstars. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Draymond Green Kendrick Perkins is a little different, and that's why I saved it for last year. This one got very personal this week, but though it's a little different, I still think we come to the same conclusion. Draymond Green, an NBA star, being far too sensitive. So the backstory here, Kendrick Perkins has been criticizing Draymond Green for the last couple months. Draymond has clapped back several times. They went back and forth a couple times in May, early in the NBA playoffs. Perk ripped Draymond for supposedly being afraid to shoot the ball. After Draymond got ejected against the Grizzlies in a playoff game, Perkins said nobody wants to hold the Warriors and Draymond accountable. So, okay, then we have what happened over the last week. Fresh off his fourth NBA title, Draymond Green released a new episode of his podcast Sunday about how dumb talking heads on TV don't know basketball. He mentioned Skip Bayless by name. He then compared Skip Bayless to Kendrick Perkins and bemoaned the fact that Perk wasn't leaning on his on-court experience in his work. Draymond said, Kendrick Perkins, you act like this clown Skip Bayless, and it's baffling to me. He could never be like you. You know why he could never be you? Because he's never done it. You go up there acting like him. You don't have to do that, buddy. You played. You did it. Go talk about it. Or can you not? That's fair. All right, that's cool. Draymond has a podcast. He responds to critics on this podcast, like any good podcaster would do, or any good host would do. You got to stir the pot. Draymond knows that, so that's fair. But then he makes it personal by calling Kendrick Perkins a racial slur that begins with the letter C, four letters. Uh, You know, you go from being an enforcer to insert this slur here, How does that happen? At least you act like an enforcer. I don't really ever take you for one. So that's where we are with Draymond Green and Kendrick Perkins. Then Perkins posts a video defending himself and then deletes it shortly thereafter. He takes some shots at Draymond Green saying, quote, you're all barking, no bite. We know this. The NBA brothers know this. You can talk about me as an ESPN analyst. You can talk about my takes. You can talk about everything you want to do. I don't give an F about that. What you're not going to do is disrespect me and call me a mother effing. Insert your racial slur here. So this again got very personal. And Kendrick Perkins, as I mentioned, did delete this video just a couple hours after posting it out. I think probably based on a strong recommendation from his bosses at ESPN, because as I mentioned, this is different than Kyrie, Stephen A, Skip Bayless, Westbrook, because Steve, that, that, again, they kept their criticism to purely a basketball context. Perkins and Draymond are throwing racial slurs in the mix, getting really weirdly personal to an uncomfortable way. But when I look at this feud, who's more right, who's more wrong, it's Draymond Green who's more at fault here. Because again, being way too sensitive, you just won your fourth NBA championship. What do you care about what Kendrick Perkins is saying on ESPN studio shows? 
I mean, really. And if Draymond Green wants to use his podcast to respond to Kendrick Perkins, that's all well and good. But you throw in a racial slur, you start insulting Perkins personally. Kendrick Perkins didn't insult Draymond Green personally. Yeah, he he insulted his shooting ability. He insulted his play on the court. He said that NBA uh, players aren't afraid of Draymond. So yeah, he was a little biting there. But he didn't call Draymond Green a slur. He didn't take a shot at Draymond's family. That's what Draymond Green did to Kendrick Perkins. So just like Kyrie, just Russell Westbrook, Draymond Green being way too sensitive. Skip and Stephen A, as I mentioned, are wrestling characters. Perkins is an opinionated NBA analyst. These guys should all log off, enjoy their millions, and enjoy their summers. They're only helping those whom they criticize. This stuff, again, is gold for the Skip Baylesses, Stephen A's of the world, and even Kendrick Perkins. You know why Kendrick Perkins is acting more like Skip Bayless than a thoughtful ex-player NBA analyst? Because this crap works. He has a long-term deal with ESPN. He's omnipresent now on ESPN's NBA coverage because of stuff like this. It works. It works. All of these guys are supposed to get reaction from their takes, and that's what we're doing here. So again, don't tell me new media versus old media, or, oh, this stuff is so personal. It all needs to stop. No. No, Skip, Stephen A, Perkins, these guys are going to continue to do what they do. And it's up to the NBA stars who make like $35 million a year to realize, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to quote tweet Skip Bayless today. And maybe I'm going to enjoy my $37 million and enjoy my summer. So why is this stuff all over the news this week? Perk, Skip, Stephen A, these dudes are doing their jobs. This stuff is all over the news because NBA stars are way too whiny and way too sensitive. And that's not a new development. That's a story as old as time. The only difference is here, they have the the podcasts and the social media platforms to air their grievances and show the world just how sensitive they truly are. 